performance early in the year was back and then as we move through the summer now performance is back and that's having a knock-on effect in terms of the amount of lambs that are drafted and the amount of lambs that are going to be left on the farm now as we move into September and October. Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Ovicast, the Chaga Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring you latest insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. In this week's episode, we're joined by Sheep Enterprise Leader Dr. Philip Crichton to discuss planning ahead for this autumn. We discussed the impact the grazing and conditions has had on management this autumn. Philip emphasises the importance of assessing grass supply, looking at increased farm demand on farms this autumn. We discussed grass growth threats, fertiliser application and building and covers as we move into the autumn. We finish up with Philip discussing the need to put in plans in place for finishing lambs and ensure there are sufficient covers as we head into September. We start off, however, with Philip discussing the impact of the poor grazing conditions has had on lamb performance this year. The last time we were on, we were we were hoping for it to, to dry up, and it did dry up. But um, I suppose that presented its own challenges then, and that I suppose uh, grass got uh, we had come through the main reproduction phase. I suppose the grass had headed out, but it got depending on where you are in the country, it it it, it, it where it got very dry. I suppose grass became stressed and started to maybe head out again. Um, and become stemmier and um, so that kind of had an impact on grass quality for a lot of people just around that weaning period and i suppose if we remember back on a lot of farms um you know lamb performance was back anyway uh, they had got a, a a poorer start so on a lot of farms uh you know weaning weights and that were, were that little bit back on, on on normal um and then combined with 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 maybe poorer quality grass around that time you know uh performance was was continued to be a little bit back maybe on where it had normally be and I suppose since then um we should never wish for rain it, it hasn't really stopped so um certainly over here with us um we've had our wettest July I think on record um normal rainfall levels here um would be somewhere between 80 and 90 mils for the month um and I think we were over 220 mils for the month of July so um that that then had its own knock-on effects i suppose grass grass growth was reasonably good um although as we came through that period um into the end of july and early august growth rates were actually starting to come back a little bit ground was 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 basically at waterlogged levels and certainly for some people um but the big knock-on effect that that had was that i suppose the, the dry matter of the grass um where we would normally see dry matter levels this time of year, you know, maybe 17, 18%. Um, for a lot of weeks there, um, from mid-July to, to early August, we were seeing dry matters as low as 12 or 13%. So that has a big knock-on effect in terms of the amount of grass that, that lambs have to eat or, or even their physical capacity to take in enough grass um, to meet their requirements. And that has had knock-on effects in terms of... Um, of, of of land performance as well. So, yeah, look at it, it's been a challenging enough time, I suppose. In some ways, Philip, it's been a perfect storm this year for land performance. You know, a difficult turnout went into the period of drought, grass quality declined, and then what we've seen over the past couple of weeks, hopefully we might be coming out of it. But yeah. look, there's been a consequence to that, and we'll come back to what impact that's going to have on demand later. But it has left a lot lighter lambs on farms and more lambs on farms at the moment. Just maybe to tease that one out a little bit, like, one of the consequences of that low dry matter grass, Philip, it can reduce intake. It's reducing overall energy intake in lambs. 
Yeah, and I suppose, look, we can see it there, again, you know, depending on, on location and rainfall levels, everybody, I suppose, has had significant rainfall levels now. But, um, yeah, it, it just means that basically that lower dry matter grass, it's moving through the animal faster. Maybe in extreme cases, they're not maybe able to take in physically, you know, the amount that they may require. But I suppose in a lot of cases, maybe it's moving through them faster and their ability maybe to, to take the nutrients and the energy from that is restricted as well because of that passage rate. Um, and I suppose you'll see that you'll see that in lambs there, you know, a lot of lambs getting fairly dirty, even, um, you know, with relatively low egg counts and that it's not that it's maybe a parasite issue, but it can, 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 can manifest itself in, in quite dirty, dirty lambs there as well in terms of, of, of the passage rate. Like, um, and as, as you say, it's, a, it's, it's kind of a problem that has been compounded now and that performance early in the year was back. And then as we move through the summer now, performance is back and that's having a knock-on effect in terms of the amount of lambs that are drafted and the amount of lambs that are going to be left on the farm now as we move into September and October. And I suppose traditionally, you know, we'd have more lambs gone and that would be allowing us to build grass covers. Um, that's going to be something that's going to be hard to be done this year. And that's going to have a knock-on effect in terms of, you know, the amount of lambs that we have to feed when they're going to be finished but also having knock-on effects there in terms of, we say, the the body condition score, the yaws. Um, and, you know, that's something that we have to be very conscious of now uh, as we move towards mating. And, and that could have a knock-on effect for next year's lamb crop. So all very important things to look at. I think it'd be fair to say, like, look, it's had an impact on yaws too. A lot of places would have early weaned. Yaws might have been tightened up a bit more. The fact that there's more lambs on farms now, or look, we're in mid-August. You know, we'd like to see them numbers lightening, maybe giving you a bit more free rain. I don't think that's maybe happening on as many farms as we'd like. No, and maybe it's something that people haven't really um, fully identified. I suppose in a normal year, you know, if you had a leader follower system going on or whatever and, and lambs were going ahead of yours, but you were drafting lambs away the whole time, um, what kind of happens by default is, is that as the number of lambs reduces, there's more grass available to the yaws. So I suppose at weaning time, we'd have them tightened up and maybe not getting access to that much grass. But as more lambs are gone, there's more there's more grass left behind as you move lambs on. And the yaws kind of, by, by you know, just by that physical, um, I suppose, the, the fact that there's less lambs eating the grass, there's more grass available to those yaws as they follow them. And slowly but surely, their condition comes up because they're getting access to more more quality grass and higher quantities of it. But this year, because there's more lambs around on a lot of farms, um, the quantity of grass, I suppose, that yours have been getting, certainly over the last couple of weeks, is probably lower than normal. And that could be having a knock-on effect in terms of our ability to build condition score. Um, and I suppose, again, you know, time is is ticking on that, you know, and, and maybe we're, 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 we're all trying to deal with the immediate effects of maybe we don't have as many lambs gone as we'd like, but that could very quickly become a bigger issue as well in terms of the lamb or the or the the yo condition score. Yeah, look, it nearly happens by default in some cases. So we have to acknowledge, look, there's huge variation out there. There's some farms that this isn't having an impact on. But oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suspect even you go further west, like there's been a lot of second cuts delayed, even in some cases first cuts delayed. Yeah. You know, the overall production quality of what's coming back is delayed. And that's, like, let's be realistic. If silage has only come out on some farms in the past week or so, that's going to be September now before that's back into the rotation. And generally that first grazing off it won't maybe give the same yield. So there is a challenge there, like for a lot of farms. Yeah. So like, look at, again, weather 
weather controls everything with this and yeah silage uh, was delayed that's going to have a knock-on effect in terms of silage quality i suppose for the o's um in the winter and and that's probably something we're going to have to look at in terms of maybe um paying more attention to our nutrition plans and that to correct for that but as you say in the immediate term it means that maybe where traditionally there would have been more after grass and that coming back in you know over the last couple of weeks and 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 now that's not going to be the case this year either so maybe people are going to find themselves in a tighter situation uh, for grass supply as they go into the autumn and again bearing in mind that they'll have a tighter grass situation and maybe a higher grass demand um depending on their um drafting pattern. Now, I'm conscious we're not painting a great story here, so let's talk a little bit about how we're going to manage some of this. If we go back to the grass growth rates, you got that initial bounce after the period of drought, and I think most farmers would have seen that. Decline a wee bit with water log, it's starting to pick up again. What kind of growth rates are you seeing at the moment? Yeah, so at the moment, as you say, um, grass growth rates um, have started to come back up a bit. And again, look, it's very location-specific, so some places maybe are still, you know, quite waterlogged, where it has had some sort of a chance to dry out a bit and temperatures are improving a bit. You know, you could get growth rates back up to around 60 or whatever, which is more or less where you'd normally see them and, and, and probably is okay to meet demand. Um, but prior to that, I suppose, in, in, in the wettest of the conditions, growth rates, um, you know, wore back and probably where they'd normally be up around that 60 or 70 were probably down anywhere as low as maybe 40 to, to, to 50 um, in some cases so um, you know that had a knock-on effect in, in what was available and I suppose that has knock-on effects in terms of what we can build from now on so from now on really is what we're trying to build for the autumn um, for, for both lambs and yews um, and, and, and I suppose in a lot of cases there earlier on in the dry spell people would have you know, not spread fertilizer because it was too dry, and that was the right thing to do. If if the conditions aren't right for for growth, um, spreading fertilizer isn't going to correct that. So, people maybe would have skipped around the fertilizer or whatever where where normally would have went out that time. And then in more recent times, um, the same thing would have happened, I suppose. Um, you know, waterlogged soils are, are very heavy heavy rain. That's not an appropriate time to be spreading fertilizer either. So, again, people done the right thing. They 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 didn't. Um, but the knock-on effect of that, I suppose, is that there has been less fertilizer spread on farms, um, and there's less, um, I suppose, nutrients available there uh, to drive our growth at the moment. Um, and that's something we need to keep an eye on as well in terms of if if you spread significantly less amounts of fertilizer than normal. Um, and I suppose anecdotally, what we're seeing is that people are maybe feeding less as well. Um, and look at a lot of that is, is cost issues. Um, but I suppose we can't have a situation where if we don't spread fertilizer and we don't put um, concentrated feed or whatever into the system, it, you, we're going to be lacking feed. We're going to be, you know, a deficit in the feed budget. And that's not going to help the situation. And I suppose a little bit of that happened last year. Fertilizer prices were very high. Meal prices were very high. And people, you know, looked, they just couldn't justify the costs of it. But we did end up with a lot of lambs being carried into the autumn a lot more lambs than normal and that had the knock-on effects into the new year and I suppose we're looking at a similar trend emerging at the moment okay fertilizer prices came back a little bit um but weather conditions maybe didn't allow for its use um and I suppose at the moment now the challenge is with the lower dry matter grass and that we probably should be feeding a bit more meal and to try and even just balance that dry matter intake the physical requirements of the lambs in particular so um, like, that's something to consider. 
we're going to hit that point where we're naturally heading into the PRD where grass growth rates are going to decline. We're going to hit that tipping point where demand on some farms will exceed it yeah. as we head into September. And like, unless there's fishing covers build at this stage or in the next couple of weeks, that's going to have a knock-on impact. Um, look, let's take the fertilizer story just for a moment in that. When to go, how much to go with, what we need to be aiming at. Yeah, so I suppose the, 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 the response we're going to get, okay, the close period starts there the middle of September. Um, really, what we'll be kind of saying is you're going to get a much better response to fertilizers. It's going to be spread by the by the end of this month, by the end of August anyway. The, the later we leave it, the lower the response will be. So I suppose in terms of it's still, you know, quite expensive. So we want to get the, the best response we can from it. Um as regards what to, what to spread, I suppose, depending on stocking rates, depending on demands and that, you know, higher stocked farms. And I suppose by that, I mean, maybe farms stocked higher than 10 euros per hectare or whatever. Or if you have significantly more lambs left than you'd normally have, you're probably looking at maybe 25 to 30 kilos of, of nitrogen per hectare. Or I would say, you know, about 25 units to the acre um, would want to be spread for lower stocked farms. Traditionally, we would have said maybe down around 15 units to the acre. But again, look at this year, it's about maybe sitting down and, and having a look at well, where are you at the moment compared to where you'd normally be, both in terms of, of the number of sheep you have on the farm for feeding, but also maybe in terms of what grass supply you have. Um, and I suppose, look, for those that are measuring or whatever, they'll have you know quite good information on that. But even if you're not measuring, you'll have a fair idea of where you'd normally be at on a particular year, what what kind of covers you'd have ahead of you, how many fields you'd have ahead of you. Um and, and where is it this year if it's significantly back on that, we probably need to look at 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 maybe open the rates a little bit uh, to compensate for that. Let's just give a guide on that. Talk to me just about days ahead. It's a nice kind of figure of work with where do we need to be at by the end of August in a typical year. Yeah, so by the end of the month, really, um, we need to be about 20 days ahead. So again, uh, you know, if you're not measuring, most people will be able to t- tell us, you know, how many days they'd get out of a typical field with, with their normal group of sheep. Um, and I suppose a very simple thing would be just walk around the farm, make a quick note of, well, based on what we see in front of us here at the moment, this is what I think I'll get out of this. Um, and you'd, 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 you'd be able to, put fair stab on, on, on the kind of days ahead you have. Um, as we move into September, then that has to increase because he said, as you said, Kieran, growth rates are going to naturally come down anyway. Um, and, uh, you know, it's about getting to that point then where you're actually building up grass from now on to, to carry you further into the into the autumn and winter. So as we get into September, we're looking at a days ahead figure of, of really 25 to 30 days. Again, as we get further into the month, the 30 days becomes the target. And then once we get into October, then you're, you're kind of 30 days plus, so 35 to 40 days really is what you need in front of you. Um, and we're only going to achieve that really if we try and do everything within our control to build that. So that's either getting the right amounts of fertilizer out and um, reducing the demands. So even simple things, if, if coal, if coal yos haven't been removed from the farm or whatever, you know, try and get them moved or try and, you know, separate them out to get them maybe a bit of feed into them as well to, to reduce your grass demand to get them away off the farm, you know, implement finishing groups or whatever for the lambs. Again, if we're, if we're in a situation where we've more lambs left than normal, dry matters are still relatively low we're going to get a response there from, from supplementing those lambs because they're, they're going to improve. They're going to respond better to that feed. And again, I suppose they're going to resp- respond better the earlier we go in with that rather than the later. 
um, and hopefully maybe get to the point where we're not going to run the, the overall farm cover down too low too quickly because once it's gone down, you know, uh, where we've very little grass left, it's going to be very hard to re- recover from that because growth rates are going to be going down anyway. Um, so that's something to bear in mind. It's, look, it's another useful thing to do, apart from you touched on looking your overall grass assessment, but even taking away of a cross-section of lambs, just make a good estimate then of where they fall in relative to when they're going to finish. Like, I think we need to be realistic about that, particularly the year that's in it, rather than wait till mid-September and realise we've got a lot of lambs left. Uh, yeah, and I suppose, again, it's a, it's about assessing the options then. Do you know, if there's lambs there that are quite close to finishing, and in a lot of cases there might be lambs there that maybe be of a reasonable weight but maybe are, are lacking flesh a little bit and again it's a consequence I suppose of, of the weather conditions we've had you know they could respond quite quickly and, and, and quite successfully to, to, to a short period of supplementation maybe you'll have your, your your next section of lambs there that you know need that little bit more of a push but could be finished relatively easily and then you may have a, a group of lambs there and you, you may have to make a call and will actually Am I going to be able to finish these or, or should I be looking at other options maybe to, to, to offload some as stores or whatever if, if there was a market for that? Um, again, it's 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 not that we can give a definitive answer for, for everybody's circumstances, but at least maybe what we're saying is to maybe sit down and make a plan based on what you have in front of you and a plan that you think is going to be most suitable for your farm. No, so it's, it's assessing the two things your grass supply what lambs are there relative finish I suppose the key priority then Philip is what plan in place boost supplies coming into the autumn irrespective in some cases or in a lot of cases of where we're sitting yeah and I suppose the, you kind of said it there yourself Kieran, the, the, the importance of it is to make a plan as soon as possible really in terms of I suppose we can get lowered into a, a false sense of security maybe growth and that has improved a little bit for a lot of people in the last week or so but again you know the circumstances that that is in is probably different to a lot of years. So the quicker we can make a plan and, and assess where we're at, the quicker we can maybe have the most successful outcome for it. Take advantage of improved conditions, hopefully. Phil, look, it was good getting you on for the update. Timely, I appreciate it. No problem. Thanks, Kieran. We'll leave it there for this week's episode. I'd like to thank Phil again for coming on with us, highlighting some key areas we can focus on for the coming weeks. That's it for me for this episode. Again, for updates from our sheep program, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chocolate Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us for more episodes.